sweet. Welcome to the show, Amelia. Thank you for having me. That's good. Yeah, um, so you got quite a bit, I guess, of a portfolio or a resume. Like, you've collabed with a number of, like, companies and stuff like that. Have, like, I guess over one million, like, views on, like, YouTube and stuff like that too. Yeah. And you've done, like, a couple, I guess, been overseas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess tell us a little about going overseas and all that kind of stuff and doing collabs. I can't, like, can't, can't even say companies over there. Yeah, so... um I started YouTube really randomly when mm. I first went overseas to Japan. Um, yeah, and I kind of just made it for my friends and family so yeah. I wouldn't have to bulk tell them all of my stories and stuff. Um, and then my second video that I made actually on my YouTube channel randomly went viral. Not exactly for the best reasons either. It was yeah. like <laughs> a bit of a hate comment spree, but... It was okay. <laughs> well, it creates engagement though. I guess exactly. that's the best bit. Like, even though it is, like, it's hard to take on the other side, getting that yeah. little bit of hate, but like, out of the day, kind of spread your name a little bit more exactly. out. And it didn't really bother me anyway. Yes. Yeah. I didn't see myself as Cause you, Yeah, because you did like schooling over there. Yeah. How did you find that? It was, it was such a weird, interesting, but really cool experience. Like, um, the culture there is very, they, like, from what I experienced, they like to idolize kind of just yeah. the Western culture. So when I went there, they were very fangirly-ish. Yes. And that's why I found it super weird and I kept um, bringing it up in the video. It wasn't because um, I was like... Because it's weird because like over here it's like... You're just a normal person. Yeah, like, the, like if someone is a foreigner, like you kind of look... Like everyone looks yeah, down at them. Yeah, it's just really different. Yeah. So I was just really shook almost yeah and so yeah when i was documenting that in the youtube video a lot of people took it wrong but Mm. i didn't really mean for it to come off that way so it didn't really affect me yeah because how long did you actually spend over there for um almost three weeks it was just the school trip yeah Yeah. so yeah because what was schooling kind of like i guess over there compared to here um clean (laughs) (laughs) so clean that country's so clean um organized like all the students will clean at the end of the um school day like they have structured cleaning schedules which is definitely not like australia Mm. and yeah it's just very structured everyone's very polite yeah it's just yeah yeah it gets like having like a structured cleaning schedule would be like a guess kind of good thing especially like companies over here and like you know school and that because then you're not thinking, okay, now it's three o'clock, I've got to go home. It's like, okay, now I've got to clean at three and then you finish yeah. at like 3.30 yeah. and that. But yeah, you also went to Egypt. Yeah, because you did a collab with a con- I mean, company over there too. Yeah. With some tourism company. Yeah, well, kind of. I um, I just posted a photo and I, it just got reposted. But when they repost um, a photo, they pay you for yeah. it if they use your photo. Mm. Um, it was called Yellow, Yellow Monsieur. Yeah. Yellow means let's go in Arabic. Yeah, that's cool. That is, eh? yeah. yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, how did that, like, I guess, help with you? Or, like, how, how many, I guess, views or likes did that kind of get? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, quite a bit. And it helped a lot. And it, it created, like, a lot of... um. I got like a lot of Egyptian followers from that kind of mm. thing. So I had more of an Egyptian fan base. And then so that kind of grew my YouTube channel a little bit. Because then I was kind of known as like the Egypt girl. Yeah. 
it's kind of cool when you like start talking to people from overseas because like when i kind of like for doing what i'm doing like i actually talk to people from like america like even yeah. like sydney even though it's not overseas but like all different countries really around cool. the world how like social media connects people like yeah that. it's so cool and it's like guess when i go over there I, like got somewhere to go I guess collab with or like talk to 100%. or like do a podcast with and that yeah from like working in egypt for like, those six months i have friends all over the world mm. And it's, it's so cool. It really yeah. is. Yeah. What was like the main stuff that you did over there though? Um, so I worked for two months in a resort. Mm. So part of the entertainment team. So I do like um, daily activities like yoga. and. Um, That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yoga classes. There's so many different types of yoga. It's sick and it's like yeah. this. It's hard but fun at the same time because yeah. you make fun of yourself because you can't do it. But then it's like that makes the yeah, fun was, bit about it. I was so basic at it, but I was teaching it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and um, dance shows at night, like little skits and comedy skits because the resorts there are like little towns. They have mm. a theater and all that stuff, so it was really cool. And then after that, for the last four months, I was a live-in babysitter, so an au pair. Oh, that would be cool. Egyptian slash. English slash Canadian family. So it was like a kind of, was it mix, it a mix? Was, yeah. yeah. So you got to stay at their house and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I lived yeah. with them, yeah. And um, then I went to Greece with them. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. So you just like looked after the kids and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it would have been cool as experience. It was really cool, really cool. So um, guess what are like, I guess we'll go down. Like what are the kind of companies have you like collabed with, I guess, over the years and stuff? Um, so some clothing brands. I've done a few clothing brands. Um, that's what I done. Mainly clothing brands. Mainly, yeah. Yeah, but I've also um, clothing brands. <laughs> you yeah. to get stuck. No, uh, sorry. Because, like you said, like I guess as I like looking going through stuff, it's like Domino Pizza and stuff uh, like yeah. that. Oh yeah, yeah. I've done, I've done, yeah, Domino Pizza. So yeah, what did you have to do with them? Um, they had like a promotion going on and. Um, they just wanted you to take like a good content photo yeah. Yeah. with like your friends or by yourself or something, um, enjoying whatever the promotion was, yeah. and you get paid for it. That's it, because like yeah. they got a company now called Tribe, which is like a bunch of. Have That's you what of, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tribe sick, because I found out about that. Um, oh, it was a couple of months ago, at a like, oh, what's it called? A seminar. Yeah. And I'm like, this is actually the best idea. Like, it, it gets rid of, like, I guess the whole influence of marketing. Well, influence yeah. marketing is great, but it, like, makes an everyday person be able to, like, yeah. I guess yeah. get a bit of a profit instead of having to invest into the share market and stuff yeah. like that. And it's really creative. Like, I love going through because they'll give you, like, um, briefs of what they want from you. Mm. And so you get kind of this creative aspect in it and trying to create mm. what they want. Yeah. Yeah, because the person that started, um, I think he was on the TV show Getaway. Yeah. 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 He was one of the hosts on there. So yeah. That's he's, so cool. And then he came up with the idea. I think it was like two My years ago. Job. Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah. Mm. That's so cool. Yeah. Because um, also too, you do like, I guess, I guess going on a bit about gratitude and stuff. So like, what are your like, say daily practices or weekly practices you use? Well, I have um, one of my favorite podcasts actually. Um, mm. What's he called? Um, Actually, yeah, just come back to me. Um, there's something about he's like a biohacker. Yeah. And it's, he's so great. Um, there's something alchemist. Uh, yeah, I know you're on about. He's yeah. my favorite. Oh, um, he, like, I've always done gratitude practices ever since Egypt, to be honest. So every day I'd kind of um, 
I have a journal mm. and it's just a bit of everything. Like I don't have separate journals or anything, um, which is pretty messy, but, yeah. um, and I just, I'm grateful for today and I'll just write some dot points and it's usually really little things. And I've noticed over the time of um, practicing it is like when something does happen to me really small, I actually, it triggers and I sit there and I'm like, wow, I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. And it never, I never used to do that. So now I really, I don't know, it's just a really You take more gratitude to it. It's like, especially when someone like, cause you don't expect people to say thank you. And yeah. it's like, when someone says something like, thank you, it's like, holy cow, you get that bit of a shock, a bit more happy. Yeah. And you're like, yes, the world's going in some kind of good way. 100%, yeah. Mm. And so um, he, my favorite, like, um, that podcaster, he has a, um, I think it's love tattooed on his like heel somewhere. Mm. And he uses that as his trigger. Um, so when he sees it, he thinks of something that he's grateful for. Mm. And gratitude was a really big thing, especially in Egypt for me. Um, and so I really wanted to get gratitude tattooed in Arabic. That's good. So that's yeah. like my trigger. So, so how come like, I guess, gratitude got triggered over there and guess not somewhere else like back at home? Um, because you really do see how people live really simply in Egypt and they are so freaking happy. Yeah. And like I used to spend so much time in like the villages of the area that I used to live in and just play football with the kids. And they lived in the most humblest things and they'd be so grateful if you went to the shops and bought them some kind of candy. And they were just so lovely. And yeah, and I had a lot of experiences that happened in Egypt that... I was just really grateful to have a roof over my head at one point, like extremely grateful and to have food. Like there was one point where I just didn't, I wasn't sure I was going to get through the week. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was really grateful for every bit of food that I had and all yeah. the people that were really nice to me. Because when like you go through that hard stages, you get on to get more grateful for oh, like, yeah. I guess, say like, as you said, like food and stuff yeah. like that. The like simplest and, things. Yeah, the simple things. Yeah. And it's weird too, because like when you go to like third world countries and that, and they're like just naturally happy people. Yeah. And you come to like, I guess, a first world country, a Western country, and everyone's the complete opposite. Yeah. We're always trying to strive for this big goal that's not going to really happen. Yeah. And it's like, at the end of the day is, now. yeah. Yeah. It's just being like keeping life simple. Yeah, there's actually um, I heard some, I read it somewhere actually, but that um, depression, like the rate in depression, anxiety, and stuff, are actually higher in the Western societies than in Africa. Yeah, and that's and that's people that barely have water to drink, like clean water to drink. I think because like I did a bit of research into like depression and stuff like that. Because yeah. like in third world countries, they value people a lot more as like in a western culture we value things so it's like a kind of junk food connection that we're looking for yeah it's just, yeah it's so true <laughs> mm. so like what's kind of stuff that i guess you'll go through in your journals and more just like what happens through the day or um so i there's a book called the artist way yeah i've heard of that one i've been gonna read it you gonna go to. buy it it's <laughs> yeah. really good um but it's more like a workbook like it's really a course it's an eight week creative cause kind of but it really helps um by julia or someone but um in her thing in the first week she says it's she calls this thing called morning pages and it's where you just let your mind vomit on the page for yeah. three pages long and you have to write three pages every three single page. day yeah it's actually harder than you think like three pages is a lot <laughs> yeah like and um yeah, so that's what I do, like three pages of just vomit and sometimes it's just, I'm really tired, I want to go back to bed or sometimes it's like really good 
and I'm like, wow, I didn't even know that was in me. <laughs> yeah, because it's like when you like tap within, it makes it so yeah. much easier to write. Because I notice like, say if I get a day off work or whatever, and because I spend like half the day like, you know, doing, okay, meditating rituals and stuff. Yeah. And then when I go to write, it comes so naturally. And then yeah. when I have a day at work, I sit down and you get writer's blog. You're like, what do I write? And like, this is normally so easy to do. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. Because, yeah, tapping within, like, there's a lot of things that I couldn't, I guess, do until I started, like, meditating and stuff, like, because yeah. being dyslexic and that, like, I was terrible at writing. Probably yeah. still am. My grammar sucks, but, like, now I can sit there and just write pages. Yeah, see, so it's an improvement. And it's yeah. really important to do it, like, right in the morning, too. Mm. So, so it's like, day yeah. So what are those, some, like, daily practices you have to do that are, like, non-negotiable? <laughs> My tea, I have to drink green tea every day. Yeah. <laughs> like in the morning with my lion's mane. Mm. Best nootropic. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. I have to write every day. Like I feel super just like I don't have a purpose if I don't write. It's so <laughs> weird. I just have to write something. Like whether it's just a poem or like I just have to write. It's weird because like you have all these daily practices like I do too. Like I've got to meditate in the morning. If yeah. I don't meditate, it throws my whole day off. Yeah, yeah. And it's like weird that like if you don't do that thing, your whole day's thrown out. Like mm. you feel terrible. I quite like yoga nidra. I've done that a few times. Yeah. It's what? like a, it's like meditation. It's a talk through meditation. Mm. Um, but it's, yeah, it's focused at every different part of your body yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. What type of meditation, I guess, is that? Is it more like movement? Because I know there's types of movement meditation and stuff, even though it's called yoga, but then it's, that's meditation. Yeah, Sometimes I fall under the same... It's weird. It's yeah. not movement at all. Yeah. It's you're like laying on your back and it's just like focusing on different points of mm. your body. Yeah, because I've done like uh, kundalini meditation and it's like, they call, I think it was called saji yoga or something. Yeah. yeah, and it's like it was. I didn't really enjoy it because it's like so much more movement and stuff, and like yeah. I can't get myself to focus on that yeah, one fair. thing when I'm like sitting there kind of doing movements and stuff yeah. like that with energy and all that. Mm. So, like, I guess what's like kind of your end goal with all this stuff, or like, I guess something you're working towards? Hmm. Um, I think the main thing that when you say that. The first thing that comes into my mind is a non-for-profit, mm. kind of. I still think that's the thing anyway. Yeah. So weird. I had this dream when I was 15 years old that I was like Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was in front of everyone and I made, I just announced that I was starting a foundation call. And it was like, the point of it was to make this poorest country not be the poorest country anymore, which mm. isn't what I actually want to do. But yeah. it kind of just started this, I like woke up and I was like... That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm starting off a profit. You had that moment. It's like, all right, yeah. I decide what I'm going to do for the rest of my life or work towards. Yeah. So I've, I've had a few ideas since then. And um, yeah, so I'm just working at the moment to partner, sh partner with current non-for-profits overseas yeah. and kind of like work with them um, for like donations and stuff, but in a more creative awareness, social media, videography. Yeah, it's definitely the way thing. to go because yeah. like it, what is it? How many people on Facebook think it's over three mil? Bill? Exactly. Or something like that. And video is like the most interactive kind yeah. of... Because videos yeah. always do like, even though you shouldn't be doing it for likes and stuff like yeah. that, but like they always That's... do 10 times better than a written post. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, it just hits harder when you visually see things that are going on mm. rather than you're just reading about it. Yeah, cause especially if it's not in your own country. Yeah, it's kind of makes it ten times. Especially humans are more of a visual kind of creature in yeah, that. For sure. For yeah. Sure. So, what are like some of the ideas for your non-for-profit that you've been, I guess, procrastinating about or you know thinking about going um, down towards? Well, I love people. Like, I love the environment and I will always advocate for, like, the environment, climate change and mm. plant-based, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. I'm way more focused on, like, people. people so I always yeah. want it to be focused on people. And overseas, I don't know why. Like, I, I just feel way more, like, yeah, there's just so much more need mm. overseas. Like, we are so lucky in Australia. I'm so grateful to be born here. Yeah. So, yeah, I just want to... Because I feel like it's like the same with like climate change and that too. It's like we have to work on that. But I feel like the same too. It's like people have to, we have to work on people and how yeah. like we debate stuff. Because it's like it's weird. Like because we're having this big debate about climate change. It's like why is there a debate about it? It should be like it should be mandatory to like take care of the environment. I remember at, in school le- like being taught that climate change was a thing. Yeah. And now people want to deny that it's a thing. Like mm. I was literally like seven years old in primary school and I was getting taught about climate change. Mm. Do, like, do, do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, I remember that because like, I went I'm through, just, it's, yeah, because I went through like a five-year period there and then where they started denying it because yes. like, oh, I think, I think the dude that like started all like, you know, made it aware to people, yeah. like kind of like, I guess, kind of said it was all a hoax and he ran away with all the money and then he ended up buying a beachfront house. So right. everyone's like, yeah, it's fake, it's fake. But now there's like so much more evidence to prove that it's real, and you got so all these cool. like, I guess entrepreneurs, scientists that are working trying towards, yeah, I guess more environmentally friendly. Yeah, it's insane. It's so good. Yeah, it's crazy too because like in I guess renewable products, there's a lot more money to be made than I guess like coal, oil, and stuff. Mm. But it's like it's weird because I debate. It's like no, nah, like we don't want to change jobs to that. But like if they change jobs to that, we make yeah it's the same. That's definitely it. But yeah, um, so I guess where can we find you on social media and that? Well, Instagram, um, Amelia X Michaels, Michaels, mm. M-I-C-H-E-L-S. Yeah. <laughs> and YouTube, my name, just my name. Just your name. Yeah, I'll link it all up in that. Thanks. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah final question, like, yep. what is the legacy you want to create? The only question you are going to ask. <laughs> um... Everyone gets shocked too and I was like, oh crap. <laughs> well, so this is the only question I think about with my life, to be honest. Mm. So, um, well, I just believe that your legacy is different for each person that you meet and impact. Mm. So, um, yeah, so I just want to have the most positive and impactful kind of legacy to leave with everyone that meets me. Because it's, it's like you have a different everyone has a different perspective of you or people have a different view of you. Like you are not you to other people. Yeah. What you're saying. Like you're different versions of yourself to other people. It's kind of like you're going to have different versions of your legacy to different people. Mm. That's it. That's very true. Cause it's like, um, it wasn't Jay Shetty said it on a podcast. It's not his original quote, but it's like, I'm not who you think I am. I'm not who I think I am. I am who you think I am. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, so it's like you're you're thinking of what that other person's perspective of you, and that's how you act. So if the person mm, says yeah. thinks you're shy, you act shy. Damn. Yeah. 
yeah, it took me so long to think of it and how he said it and that. You don't really think about that every time I'm with someone now. Yeah. Like, am I acting like myself or am I acting like who they think I am? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like that's, whoa. Yeah, that's a big one, eh? Oh, it's like, because yeah. you always act who they want you to be or yeah. who you think they want you to be. Yeah. Interesting. Food for thought. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, thank you for coming on anyway. No, it was a pleasure having, having you on. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs>